We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I almost went British there, and you know, I, I, was, I knew it was a mistake, and I dialed it back. Hello, and welcome. Uh, just to put this uh, podcast in time context, Charlie Sheen is alive and still crazy. Uh, we are, uh, I don't know where we are in the parabola of nuttiness, but I tell you, I can't get enough. I love it. I love every bit of it. I love all the nuttiness. Uh, I, I, he just started a Ustream channel. Uh, Ustream is, uh, for those of you who don't know, or if it's gone bankrupt by this point, uh, it's basically, uh, just your way of doing your own webcam show. So you can do it, you can put it up live, people can see it stream live, and then they also have an archiving feature so you can, you know, watch it later. So it's ustream.tv is the, the URL if you haven't seen it. And uh, it's called um, Charlie's Corner or Sheen's Corner. Uh, and it's, it's basically yeah, Charlie Sheen, and it, it's, it's not very elaborate, right? Like, it looks like he just flipped open his laptop, used the built-in camera in the lid, and he just starts talking. The, the episode three is the only one I've seen, but I love it. Because it's... I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but it, it's, it's him absolutely insane. Uh, his hair is disheveled. He looks like he has aged ten years in the last three weeks. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, Charlie Sheen, oh, it's, I feel so bad for him, oh, he's clearly insane. Yes, I don't care. I don't know why I don't care, but I love it. It's, it's, like, it's like me watching um, Stroked Out Dick Clark do New Year's Eve. I love that still. I giggle like a maniac whenever he does it. I know I shouldn't I feel bad. I mean, the man's had hard times. But Charlie Sheen, uh, I, you know, it's, it's, I, it's so hard just not to walk around your house going, Winning, duh, winning, and and anything. It doesn't matter if you're winning or not. It doesn't matter if you burn the toast or you stepped on a upside down Lego piece. It doesn't matter. Still winning. You're always winning. That's the tiger blood mentality. That's what you say when you have Adonis DNA. Winning, all the time. Winning. Failure is not an option. And a little known a fact about the the Charlie Sheen craziness is that he's he. He's doing, so the show looks like it's going away, right? The show, uh, Two and a Half Men, where he was getting paid, uh, I believe it was over $2 million an episode to do, is going away. And now he is obsessed with money. He wants to get paid for everything. Like, you know, he won't hold up a drink on his crappy webcam show because he wants to get paid for that. And it's just, he's just consumed with, with money. Although I would be too if I was, you know, giving hookers $30,000 checks and rolling around in blow and stuff. Oh, but the one thing that you probably don't know about this whole Charlie Sheen thing is that he started a Twitter account to do this whole media attack that he is on. And, 
it, it turns out he has a Twitter jockey. He doesn't actually tweet himself. He calls somebody else up to, to tweet for him. And I believe in episode three, I don't know for sure, I believe the phone conversation he has is with his Twitter jockey, who is in Rome, right? He's in, Sheen calls this guy up in Rome to yell at him to, to tweet. Actually, it might be, no, yeah, he does call him up. So I don't know if you're sick of Charlie Sheen. I certainly am not. I can't get enough of Sheen. I love it. Uh, oh, so in video game news, uh, I have, uh, I have, and I have all the video game systems now, and uh, I have gotten both the Xbox, um, the Xbox Connect and the PlayStation Move, and they are both the rival add-on components uh, to the Nintendo, to, to rival uh, N- Nintendo's Wii platform. And so, uh, I love it. I, I Again, l- I love it. Uh, it's It does require you to do some exercise. You know, you can't just sit there, because with the Wii, the, the Wii is so lame that um, they... And I I can kind of see why they did this. Uh, they don't register movement. They only register speed. So with a Nintendo Wii, uh, people quickly found out if you wanted to play tennis, you don't have to swing your arm wildly. All you have to do is kind of flick your wrist a little bit. So all those people who just want to sit on the couch and, you know play tennis or whatever, they can do that. Uh, but you can't do that with the Kinect. The Kinect actually uh, is a camera that looks at you and figures out where your body parts are, and you literally have to move them in very specific and very precise places in order to do things, which is fantastic, which is exactly what I want. And the same thing with the PlayStation Move. PlayStation Move is cool because uh, uh, it does r- literal one-to-one tracking, no lag, anything with their controllers of course you have to buy a camera and additional controllers but i i mean in the grand scheme of things it's really not that expensive anyway and enough about that if you don't like video games but if you like video games uh and you have a boyfriend or or, or a husband or whatever that has a, an xbox get the connect it's it's uh well worth it and a lot of fun and a great way to keep you motivated to work out. Because I, I hate doing cardio. I hate running. I hate treadmilling. I hate stepping. Uh, but this is great because you give me an, an achievement and a little award or a badge that I can put on my profile or whatever. I'm in, man. Let's go. In movie news, uh, I just watched uh, the documentary I Am Comic. Uh, which is great uh, if you like stand-up comedy. It's super, you know, niche kind of movie. It's not for everybody, but it's great because they talk to comedians, they talk to club owners, and they sort of like, you know, they, it's a mix mash of like uh, talking about being on the road and what being a stand-up is all about. And then uh, just, you know, funny stories. And, and it's all, it's, it's, it's another great idea where it's this movie that starts, you know, a documentary that starts off down this one road, and then it changes paths down this other road. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know this was going to be this. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but if anybody out there has seen the movie Catfish, and um, you, you and you want to discuss it, uh, I, again, it's it's one of these movies where if you don't know what it's about, uh, sort of the reveal is what it's about. Um, 
I I have serious reservations on whether or not it is truly a documentary. I mean, they paint it like it's a documentary. I don't think it is. I think it's a work of fiction, even though they the filmmakers are are steadfast. Uh, they they believe they will refuse to give up the idea that it is anything but a documentary, and I think they kind of have to because uh, the whole. Um, not River Phoenix, but uh, the other, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He did a documentary where he said, oh, I'm giving up acting, and I'm going to become a rap star. And every and so there was this whole big bugaboo about, like, hey, is this real? Is he serious about it? And it was a real documentary, but he was never serious about giving up acting. He was always going to return to acting. And, you know, he grew this, you know, Zach Galifianakis beard, and he did this whole thing. And then, like, two days before the movie came out, he was like, oh, no, it's all it's all a joke. I'm not quitting acting. And then, of course, people were pissed. You know, the people who made the money were pissed. Made, movie, made the movie were pissed because they were like, you asshole, we, we were two days from releasing this movie, and the only reason people were going to see it is because they wanted this sort of Andy Kaufman experience of, is it real, what's going on type of thing, and then you just blew it. And I think the guys who made Catfish realized that, because I, I, have, they're just, I have a ton of problems with it. I'm not going to go into it. If you haven't seen it, it's not going to make any sense. But uh, I think that they understand unless this is real, there's no value in it, right? There's no value in this story from a fictional standpoint because it's not that good, right? Like, it's, you know, it's like professional wrestling. The only reason professional wrestling is good is because if you, if you believe it's real, because otherwise there's nothing else really good about it, right? Like the soap opera they try to do isn't good. It's not well written. It's not well acted. Even the fighting isn't good. I mean, hell, you can watch a kung fu movie and get better fighting if you want. But don't get me wrong. I am not advocating you see this movie Catfish. Absolutely not. I am only saying if you have seen it, let me know, and then we can talk about it. But if you're thinking about seeing it, don't, don't do. It's, it's, even if it is real, it's actually really not all that good. In personal news, so I had this thought the other day. Uh, I was, what was I doing? I was, I think I was uh, cutting up a chicken or something like that, and uh, this thought popped into my head that I had heard once that uh, they were feeding turkeys so many hormones to uh, get them fatter and get their their breasts bigger that the turkeys can't even stand up anymore. They kind of fall over. And, and I just thought, how great would that be to be a turkey, right? Like a, like a turkey boob man or boob turkey or whatever, just a turkey that likes big tits. Like that's got to be freaking awesome, right? Like you're just like, dude, this is amazing. Just can you imagine a world... Uh, just uh, filled with women with huge tits, if you were a boob man, that would be freaking awesome. But, same nightmare, if you're a turkey ass turkey, if you're a turkey who likes a big ass, that's got to be super frustrating, right? Because you're just like, what the hell, man? Where's the big ass turkeys? All I see are these big tinted turkeys. I don't want my ass. And sure, it's got to be a little bit cool because you get to see like turkey butthole every once in a while because these turkeys are falling over and their ass is in the air. And you're like, eh, okay, I'm, I'm really not that into anal. I just like an ass, you know? So, uh, and then I just imagined like these turkeys all getting together and being like, you know, all that, all that, all the ass turkeys getting together and being like, gentlemen, this is bad times. 
We need to do something to increase the ass size of our lady turkeys. Now, let's be honest. We're food. No, Bob, I know, I know. You've got your painting and your poetry, but really, we're food. Uh, It's the only way around it. Uh, We all have to acknowledge that fact. And the only reason these lady turkeys got themselves big tits is because the people who eat us want it that way. So we need to convince those people to start eating big-ass turkey. Big turkey ass. We need a campaign about make yourself a big turkey ass sandwich. Mmm, that's good turkey ass. Uh, excuse me, uh, waiter, is this, uh, I only want turkey ass on my salad. Yes, gentlemen, this is what we need to do. I know our times are short on this earth, but we've gotta, we've gotta pave the way for the next generation. Sure, maybe not in our lifetime, which is probably gonna be by the end of Friday, but still, we can pave the way, we can spread the word, so future Turkey ass men will be able to revel in the big ass sweet behind turkeys that we all dream of. <sighs> That's right. Of course, to the rest of the turkeys, I mean, to the, to the humans, it's just... <laughs> Actually, that sounds more like gloop and gleep from the Herculoids. Uh, a, show, a show from the 70s. So, uh, speaking of uh, old cartoons, uh, there's this guy who just died, and I can't remember his name. I'll look him up later. Uh, and he worked on both Thundar the Barbarian and Batman the Animated Series. Like, two of my all-time favorite cartoons, but like 15 years apart. And just, I was like... It's, it's, uh, when, when you go back and you watch yourself some Thundar, which I have talked about on this podcast before, uh, you, it's, it's not, I mean, they're both insanely dark. And you're like, yeah, this does make sense that this one guy worked on both of these cartoons because they do have that similar, weird, uh, yeah, dark, kind of creepy vibe to them, which, uh, of course I love. So, uh, not only are we, you know, today's uh, topic is growth, and not only we're talking about growing huge turkey asses, uh, I'm talking about my own uh, personal growth, uh, and I feel like maybe I'm making progress, I'm getting better. Uh, Just the other day, they had an open audition for uh, extras for a Steven Soderbergh movie. Uh, that we'll be shooting in San Francisco, uh, I think this month. I think they're shooting now. And um, I stood in line for about 45 minutes, and my feet started to hurt, and the line barely moved, and I was just like, yeah, no. No, I don't, I don't really care. I, I did my stint as an extra, and I'm just, just not where I'm at anymore. And I feel good about that, really, because I'm just like... Yeah, this is good. I'm I'm learning something. I'm I'm not I know enough about me that that and, and and the experience I've had that I don't need to stand in this line anymore. I've stood in the line. And honestly with the internet now, it, you're not going to get discovered being in a movie as an extra, which is I think the reason why I did it. Uh I I uh I I you know if you're going to get discovered, it's going to be on the internet. I mean, hell Bieber Biggest star in the world right now, Bieber, discovered on the internet. Boom. Bieber. Uh, and by the way, check out the website, Lesbians Who Look Like Justin Bieber. It's a real thing. 
And so I felt good. I felt good about like just about walking away from that line and just being like, yeah, I don't need to do this. I don't need the shitty hours and the long days and, and I got other stuff to do. And, and I love, I'm so, Im- oh my God. So one of the, oh, okay, maybe one of the ways I'm regressing and I'm not growing is I, I, I take, I'm unemployed again. Uh, I, I'm in, I'm, this is the one week anniversary of me being unemployed again. And God, I love it. Oh God, I love it. And I hate, you know, I'm doing my taxes right now and it's just sort of like, I'm seeing all this money I am not making and it bothers me a little bit. But on the other hand, I'm just like, oh my God, just the freedom just of like hanging out is so fantastic. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry, I'm digressing. Oh, and then... And and it sucks, too, because I I felt like I was progressing, but it sucks when everybody else doesn't progress along with you in the growth department. You know, we went out to eat at this restaurant. It was uh, us and another couple, me and Miriam and another couple. And it was the wait for the table was getting to be really long. And I was like, we should just go. There's nothing wrong with it. We can come back some other time. We should just go. And everybody's like, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. And the wait just kept getting longer and longer and longer. And I was just like, we should go. I should, I I felt like, I felt like I was on such a high from walking away. It was the exact same day. I was on such a high from walking away from that Soderbergh casting that uh, I, it was, I was drunk though by this time that we went out to dinner. So I was okay with, you know, whatever, just hanging out. Uh, but I felt like, oh, come on. I was having such a good growth spurt that, um, and I mean that in a dirty way, that uh, I feel like, oh, this sucks because I, 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 I felt like I was growing some more and then you weren't growing with me. Come on, grow with me now. You might be able to hear some jackhammering going on in the background. Uh, that's my neighbors. Don't know what they're doing. <laughs> there, there's my neighbor update. There you go. Fantastic. Uh, as we close out uh, today's episode, uh, I want to do a different theme song to to walk away from uh, than I normally do. And the reason for that is I want somebody out there to find this band for me. I think I've talked about them before, but it's Planet Janet. And, you know, in the days of the internet and all this, you know, stuff that's available... Uh, when you cannot find something, it, it becomes very strange all of a sudden. Like, what, what is wrong with this that, um, that, that it's not there? Like, if I Google somebody and I can't find them, I'm assuming they're dead, right? Because how, how could you have zero uh, uh, internet presence? You know, I, I'm looking for a man whose name is Jason Duckworth. Now, mind you... There are a lot of Duckworths who live in Canada and England, which stunned me. But still, you would think Jason Duckworth, a guy who has this big personality and he's always doing stuff. And you would think, I mean, he just seemed like the guy who would have an internet presence. Now, mind you, he never had any money, but he always seemed like uh, the guy who, 
who who would hook up with somebody who was like, hey, man, we should do a web show, or hey, man, we should do a podcast, or whatever. And I understand when you can't find me on the internet, because my last name is Home, and any shithead who is on the internet, of course, has a homepage, and then, you know, you figure all the Allens with their own homepage, they all come up way before me. And that, I'm fine with that, really, because I feel like all the stuff that I do, that I want out there, I am going to make sure people know about, but it's not going to be branded as me. And that's great, because then when employers try to Google me, they'll be like, "Uh, I don't know, I don't know who this is. I got some idiot's homepage. But, oh, anyway, a quick Jason Duckworth story, too, seeing that I brought him up. Um, So, uh, in in the story of how Miriam and I met... Um, I will fast forward to the part that involves Jason Duckworth. So I had attained Miriam's phone number and I called her up and we talked for a while and it was fine. And I hung up and I was, I was super excited. And so I had to go tell somebody. So I ran upstairs to tell Ducky, as we called him, Jason Duckworth, Ducky. And, uh, I, I start talking to him. And he says, uh, I, I said something like, oh, I'll probably call her back in a couple of days, you know, because I don't want to seem too desperate. Because really, actually, that was a problem I had for the longest time was just, I stank of desperation. Like, that with women, nothing turns a woman off faster than a desperate dude. And I was filthy with desperation. So, anyway, so I was trying not to seem too desperate. So I was like, yeah, I'll call her back in a couple of days. And Dougie's like, damn it, home. You got to call her back. You got to call her back right now and get something going because a woman's interest in you, you know how like when you're working on a computer and you turn it off and you forget to save something and then like, boom, as soon as you turn it off, that all that, all everything you were working on is just gone. That's the way a woman's interest is in, in, in you. You got to, you got to, you got to back it up. You got to save that stuff. So you got to get on the phone right now and call her and make plans and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, man, you're right. I'm going to do that. So sure enough, man, I ran downstairs and I was like, called her up and I was like, hey, I realized we just got off the phone, but, uh, you know, do you, uh, you ha- have you ever had a chance to play tourist in San Francisco? And I, had a, I think she said no or something. I said, all right, great. Let's go do it. And then we went and played tourist and that was our first date. And we've been together ever since. So, and that's uh, 17 years now of being together, 15 being married. And uh, partially thanks to Jason Ducky Duckworth. So if anybody knows where Jason Duckworth is, let me know, because I'd like to see what he's up to. And uh, as uh, we close out today, uh, this is the band Planet Janet, and I think I'm going to go with their song, Hello. Uh, They used to put it up this... I I found this band originally on mp3.com, when mp3.com used to be just bands putting up uh, you know, songs, and then it later turned into something else, and then I think it just, nobody cared anymore, and then MySpace came up, and then everybody started putting up their music there. But it's, it's a band that I just love to tears. I cannot find them. I don't know what happened to them. So if anybody knows, uh, drop me a line. Go to UGD, UGTV.org and uh, send me an, an email through there. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait, 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 well, this wait, has been stop. fun. Can you stop? <laughs> from me, my, the jackhammering going on outside, from the beginning music of Bright Brown and the ending music of Planet Janet. Let's do this one more time. Till then! 45.